0: Ask the Podcast Coach for March 19th, 2022.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday
2: morning to you. Good to be back after a week off. It kind of feels like maybe a little longer than a week. You know, when yeah, I'm a little rusty. That boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if well, you've been you've been out doing different stuff. You actually got to leave the house. which yeah. is Kind of nice. Right. So welcome back.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I got to go to Nashville. I spoke at the uh, National Religious Broadcasters event, which was the first thing I did. Actually, when I walked on stage, I said, hey, it's been like two years that I've actually spoken to people in person and I can see your faces. I said, so give me like just a second to kind of just take a mental s- snapshot. And I thought that would make people smile. And, um, it, it was, it? It, they didn't know it was a real, <laughs> and I did a thing where I, I always have not so much jokes because I realize I'm not, people are going to go, <laughs> but it's just like, Hey, can I make you grin? And, uh, I was talking about how, you know, you have to make people laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. And I kinda of paused at it, it groan and I said, Yes, we watch things that make ourselves groan. I said, I just watched West Side Story because of Steven Spielberg. And I said, uh, I said, which is funny because I hate musicals. I said, I don't really mind them. I said they have great stories. It's it's just all the dancing and singing right so it's kind of a uh, <laughs> i see what you did there and, and nothing it was like wow tough, tough crowd tough crowd but uh you know what a smirk a smirk would be nice. a smirk, right? just, just a smirk yeah. would have worked yeah but uh yeah. you know I, I washed it down with a, a fine cup of uh whatever you're drinking over there today uh what are you drinking over there today are we are we still doing coffee. The, 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 some good old oh coffee?
2: the island yeah island coffee <laughs> from richardson texas yeah they're, they're pretty great
0: there we go and that coffee, of course, is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at PodcastBranding.co. And I've told you how Mark's an award-winning podcaster and the fact that he's also or an award-winning graphic artist. He might be an award-winning podcaster, but he's also a podcaster. But the, the big thing I always liked about Mark is he takes the time to get it right he he will actually listen to your podcast. He'll sit down and talk to you. There's none of this weird kind of impersonal stuff that you do. And I know you might say, well, yeah, but if he takes the time to, you know, do this and look at my website and look at my branding, isn't that going to take longer? And I'm like, yeah, but on the other hand, he's not going to have to do 27 revisions of your stuff. So if you need any kind of artwork or a full-fledged website or a PDF or anything that you want to look professional, go over and check out Mark at PodcastBranding.com co. He's a podcast design specialist. Again, that website, it's the only place to go. is podcastbranding.co. That's
3: good.
2: Yeah, big thanks to Dan Lefebvre over there based on a true story podcast.com. Uh, congratulations to him as well. 200th episode came uh-huh. out based on the, the two, the, 2020 movie worth and so if you uh if you're looking for something different to listen to and you just or you just want something smarter uh, head out to based on a true story
0: podcast.com big thanks to dan for his support and i decided to play with twitter spaces and i i don't even know if i'm doing it right i know right now that i am on we am on a twitter space and it says hey i can manage all guests here and and as I look at it, I have no guests. I have no I could make you a co host. I don't even know how to do that. Um, yeah, I think I'd
2: have to actually be there, wouldn't I?
0: <laughs> yeah. Some, I'm not, not something kidding. of that nature. But uh so I'll be keeping my eye on this to see if it changes. But uh you know, we were getting absolutely nothing in Clubhouse and I promoted this a whopping maybe hour. I think I'm at Dave Jackson on Twitter. Um, but uh, hello to the chat room as well. Always glad to see everybody out there. Sergeant Fred and uh, the real Kevin Richardson. I got to meet the real Kevin Richardson. He stopped by to, to buy the book Profit from Your Podcast. So, Kevin, it was great to to see him there. He uh, he, I think he's in that area. He actually, I believe, I don't know, Kevin, correct me here. I think Kevin crashed the event. I think he just kind of strolled in and found me. So Because, like, who wants to pay a ticket to come in to say, hey, what's going on, and then leave. Yeah. So... Um, But that hotel is nuts. If you ever get the largest hotel in the United States and it's like they took like seven different hotels and just tied them all together because you go, oh, look, this is like the the guitar hotel. And then you keep on walking and you're kind of like, oh, look, this is, I guess, the gone with the wind wing. It's just it goes on. There's a boat (laughs) ride in the middle of the hotel that kind of says it all. So it's it's all under one roof. All I mean, under one roof. Like big, Even their big. their their pool is like outdoors in that the sun can you know you can catch some rays out there, but you're still under a roof. So it was uh, it was interesting to say the least. It was a good time. And uh, this week there will be no show next week. So I know uh, I had a couple of people like, hey, where's the show? And I'm like, it's no show. Uh, so we have a show. Obviously, we're here today uh, here to take your questions. And next week I will be coming back from podcast evolutions in los angeles so i will not be home and and that's another weird one i getting a flight back on sunday for some reason was either like okay you're taking the red eye or i remember one i got home like on monday because i have this weird time difference thing too i'm on the east coast that's on the west coast like i i don't know what time i'm getting home but there was no good choice to get home i was like well i think i get home at like three in the morning on sunday or Mm -hmm. something weird so that'll be That'll be fun. But we do have some announcements, kind of things that we want to talk about. One is about our good friend Daniel J. Lewis, who is running to be part of the Podcasters Academy, I guess, board member, I guess, is the title there, So I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Daniel's running to be part of the Board of Governors on the Podcast Academy. So that is going on. And then awesome supporter Moxie, Moxie LaBouche. Says so time is running out to sign up for a unique and free way to grow your audience, uh, and we can talk about this. It's called Operation Switcheroo, and it takes place on April Fool's Day, a mass yeah. podcast feed exchange to help other indie podcasters get their shows into the ears of reception receptive potential listeners. Participants are paired by theme, single versus multi-host, and clean versus explicit. Then they send their partner one of the best episodes for their episode. Uh, that they receive, they add an intro explaining that, hey, this is a switcheroo and post it on their feed on April 1st. Uh, there's no cost or no newsletter, no sign-up, there's no catch. I've definitely seen a boost to downloads each time I've done this. Sign up at yourbrainonfacts.com slash switcheroo. So, uh, I don't know, what do you think of that, Jim? Because I, I know I saw some people like, I would never do this, and I was like, it's it's April Fool's Day. Like uh, you know, I, I can see where your audience is going to be like, "Hey, this isn't Jim," uh, but on the other hand, it's April Fool's Day. Like,
2: it's- yeah, and I think it'd be fun. I mean, I th- you got to know your audience, right? It, it just if you think your audience is going to freak out over it, well, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if it's a if you've got a fun audience and and you know you've got that kind of a relationship with them, and you can do it without confusing them too much, yeah, why not give it a try? It'd be kind of fun. I'm I'm assuming is it going to be a a one for one swap you're going to grab Yeah. So they, somebody and they're going to grab yours. So. Yeah,
0: they they try to pair you up with a a like, you know, a similar podcast. And then you know, like I switch with somebody, they switch with me. And so I'm going to start off by going, "Hey, if you're expecting Carol, guess what? I'm not Carol. This is a switcheroo." And then I introduce my show and then blah blah blah. So, um that way your audience isn't going wait, I think there's something wrong with my phone, uh, that type of thing. And likewise, they're going to go, hey, guess what? I'm not Dave, I'm Carol, and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it's it's so. Yeah, yeah I, that'd be fun. I, here's be the fun question. Different, you know? I think some of it's going to be on what day? April 1st is a Friday. So for me, I wouldn't really miss an episode because my show's come out on Monday. So it'd be an additional show. So it's it, I'm with you. Like if, you know. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, then don't. But They can
2: just hit the stop button. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Oh, no, I'm not really interested. Well, I do that.
0: I don't think I'm subscribed anymore to Serial, but Serial used to send tons of stuff down their feed that was not Serial. Like, every time NPR or the New York Times or whoever owns that now came out with a new series, they'd be like... Hey, here's a new blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for episode or season four of Serial, which yeah. I don't know if there's going to be one at this point. It's been gone for, for quite some time. And which is I weird because they got bought, like they got bought and then they haven't been, they haven't produced a thing since the purchase. So it's hard, it's hard to do. It's hard to keep those kinds of things. Oh up. man. That's, yeah. you know, it's just a lot, it's
2: just a lot of, it's kind of a lot of work. So uh, good. You know, we'll see. But yeah, I I don't, I don't think it's a, you know, if you, if you're, if you think, if you're going to shock your audience and that's going to be a problem. I mean, I found I was listening to a podcast and they had a guest on it and I was really intrigued by the guest. And so afterwards I went and subscribed to the podcast and now that's become kind of my favorite podcast to listen to. So it was kind of nice to have um, some variety in that. Listen, Radio Lab does this all the time too. They are yeah. constantly pushing their other shows down, you know, kind of down the, in, in giving you access to it. It's debatable. I mean, w- w- do you get people who get kind of tired of that? Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Eventually <laughs> they're know, like, if, yeah. And the bigger your audience, the more, right. The more you're going to have to get people complain like, you know, why are you doing this to me? So yeah, mm, it's your, it's your podcast though. You can do whatever you want, right?
0: Yeah. and so I, we say. I think it's one of those things where, you know, I, I think your audience will put up with a little bit of that as long as you come back eventually. You know what I mean? If it's like, um, hey, here's here's my regular stuff. Here's my regular stuff. Okay, here's the switcheroo. And now we're back to the regular stuff. But if it's like, here's my regular stuff. Here's the switcheroo. Oh, here's something else that's not me. And here's something else that's not me. And here's something else that's not me. There's going to be like, yeah, I tuned in for you. So I think that would be the... Uh, It'd be interesting. That would be one to see because I'm assuming, yeah, it's on your your media host to go into like an Apple or a Google and go, what, how far do people listen? You know, that's it's really going to depend on that person's, whoever you switch with, however they start their episode, talk about a time when you have to grab people by the throat and get their attention or they're out. You know what I mean? You'd have to like, right. you just, yeah. You have to be good in those first
2: two minutes. Yeah. You'd have to be really, really good. Yeah, like, I could, make sure that's the best stuff that yeah. you have.
0: It's about the time that person goes, hey, this isn't gym, And they're trying to get their phone out of their pocket. Like you've got about 15 seconds to explain to them what's going on. The uh, other thing I threw in the chat room, and this will all be out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 384 is I've never heard of I've heard of it I don't know that I've ever read it at least not in a while There's a thing called Pod Bible and I guess it's an I know it's at least an online magazine I don't know if it's a physical magazine but they have a tweet where if you're an independent podcaster you can go there to that uh, link and tweet about your show and then they spotlight a bunch of people so I was like well you know it may not be a a Huge shot in the arm. But again, you never know. You know, if you get your show in front of the right person, you know, that one person could be a huge influencer in that space and you end up with uh, more downloads. So that would be uh, just another thing to do. It's for female podcasters. It's something that my buddy Elsie Escobar is doing and they're doing a big thing. Uh, I know her and Jess are doing the state of podcasting. I don't know if that's the state of podcasting for women but it's the state of podcasting and there it's one of those things where they're trying to bring out the voices of, of females in the space. Mm -hmm. And my, I, the, um, the thing I always notice, and I think it's just the makeup of my audience is, I mean, I do that every month. I go, here's the question of the month. If you want to participate there's like, I don't edit those. Like I really, the only thing I edit is somebody will make, send me an eight minute message where, Two minute, two minutes of it is here's the question, and then six minutes of just hey Dave, I really like this, and they're just talking to me. It's not really meant for the public, and so um, that's a, I, I don't edit, but yet I get maybe two female responses and then six dudes. So, and I I think that's really what pod polarity is about. It's like hey, there are women out there. Let's give them some uh, mm-hmm. you know some uh, you know, exposure.
2: Some of that may just be the pool. I mean, some of that's going to be dictated by the pool of your audience that's available. Right. right? So if you're drawing more dudes than you are the ladies, well, yeah, when you do, when you open it up like that, you're gonna, it's gonna skew one way or the other. Yes. Uh, Kind of based on your audience. So yeah, we, we got to still continue to work in that space. I think there's lots of opportunities for diversity in, in what we do. And, uh, and I think we, we have to be intentional and, and support
0: it wherever we can. Yeah, the, um, I knew I had the, the hashtag wrong. It's hashtag claim pod parody. So, and mm-hmm. they're doing a whole bunch of things. So if you go to libson.com/ slash claim pod parody, uh, they've got a whole list of events that are going on. And it's uh, I know she's been working really hard on it. So in the chat room, JD says, I'm also generally not a fan of shows that do the, this story was originally produced by X show sort of thing. As you said, I tune in for the host as much as the content. 99, what was the one guy who was? Um, oh, 99% Invisible. That's it. Thank you. Tell him what he's won. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and then Uncle Mars says, I think it works better when you host each other's shows. I've done that with some other hosts in a similar space. I had something yeah, that was. And, um, Uncle Marv, Or real quick. Yeah. Uncle Marv's come on my show.
2: Yeah. Uh, a couple times and I've been, I've been on his and I think that's a good way. I think he's right. I think that's a good way to, instead of having the full, sh- their full show without you, I think it's, I think the guest spots are better if it fits that way. It just seems more natural than just having a complete show takeover. You know, I'd, I'd like to see it be more, more, or if you're going to do that, have it be more organic. Uh, and of course, Marv fits our, I mean, he, he fits my show really, really, really well. Probably he fits me better than I fit his, mm. uh, but it's just been a good, I mean, having him on as a big value for me. And so when he launched his, his new, you know, IT business podcast, um, we, we kind of did a little launch show for him. Marv, I hope that worked out. I hope you, we, we, we dragged a few people over there for you, but it's, um, I think that's a good way to do it.
0: Uh I am happy to announce that we have two people listening on Twitter Spaces. Oh nice, hey Twitter Spaces. I don't know how to pull them on stage. I don't know if they can request uh to come on. St- I'm used to Clubhouse, so I, I but I'm I'm keeping my eye on this, but that's uh that's uh it's like well it's, it's working. Hopefully they can hear me. You would think that would be the case. Yeah, that's okay. I'm giving it a try today. And I was out in the the Facebook groups kind of like looking around for, for questions. And this really isn't a question, but I was just like, I'm going to pass this along. This is from Stacy Sims, who does a, a show about uh, diabetes, if I remember right. And she said, just listen to one of my favorite podcasts where the guests desperately needed to stop, take a pause, take a drink of water, clear his throat, and then carry on. So we've all heard this where... Somebody's all of a sudden, they're kind of, oh, right? And she's like, for the love of all that is holy, your audience is counting on you to set the tone. If your guest sounds like garbage, you're not doing them any favors by letting them continue on. Stop the interview. Just tell the guest what's up. They'll appreciate it in the long run. And if you're not sure how, just say, hey, I'm sorry. I, I love what you're saying, but you sound like you maybe need to clear your throat or take a pause uh, or maybe uh, go get a cup of water. I know you'll be mad at me later if I don't stop and let you sound better. And that's, I, I see this a lot where people are, I mean, we're honored to have people on our show and they're our guest, but they're kind of counting on you to make them sound good. And that's where if somebody shows up sounding bad or whatever, they're like, well, it was the guest. What was I going to do? And I was like, well, you go, Hey, that doesn't sound good. This has happened to me
2: twice this month. I think where I've had guests where one, the microphone kept rubbing Mm. and so it was, yeah. And I should have just stopped it and said, you know, we, we eventually got it straightened out. But, um, and then one, uh, where we kept just having internet problems Mm. and I thought, well, maybe we can piece this together And it. The, my my editor has maybe only told me once in the 10 years we've been doing this, that he can't save the show. Oh, he was like, I can't save the show. Like it's not, it's not going to work. That's just not, we can't, we can't, there's nothing I can do with this. So, you know, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say that was a brilliant imitation of a earbud mic on the shirt. That was, that was a great imitation, my friend. Uh, We actually have somebody I have now on my screen. Oh, you mean when I went. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what it sounds like. We now have somebody who is requesting and this is from Bjorn. So Bjorn, I'm going to click on a plus or a check mark here. And I'm going to assume that's going to put you up here to talk. Bjorn can now speak. So Bjorn, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh,
3: okay. Now you should hear me.
0: I do hear you now. It's great to hear you.
3: Yes. Greetings from Vienna, Austria.
0: That's always fun. Oh, when awesome. I, I get giddy when somebody calls me from across the pond. So uh, what, <laughs> what, what what podcast questions can I answer for you?
3: Well, I have a, a, a question related to podcast hosting. Let's say you're running a show and then uh, you come to a point where you want to end the show. Mm-hmm. And if you have chosen a, a paid service like, let's say, Libsyn or Buzzsprout or any of these other paid options, what uh, does happen to your podcast when you, when you cancel them? Are, are those services deleting the shows? Are they being archived or what's?
0: Now, like, to happen? think of it like Netflix. When you cancel your Netflix subscription, you no longer can mm-hmm. watch movies. So you're paying those companies to host your files. And so when you stop paying them, they stopped hosting your files. And when your files don't work, that makes your feed invalid. And when your feed's invalid, eventually Apple and the other apps will uh, pull your show because they don't want people clicking on things that don't work. So that's where... You find either a uh, with Libsyn and, and Buzzsprout. Most of those have some sort of low tier. I know Libsyn, you can go down to five dollars a month, uh, but you can either drop down to their lowest tier just to keep your files live, or move to you know some sort of free service of uh, Red Circle or I hate Anchor, but Red Circle or uh, you might be able to move over to Libsyn Studio is now a free version from Libsyn. So, uh, but yeah, when you when you cancel the account you You cancel your files, so be sure to download okay. a couple of things if that, if that's the case, be sure to download all the if you don't have your files already, download them so you have a local copy and throw them into Dropbox or something if you want to keep them for historical purposes and then also don't forget if you need your invoices for taxes or anything like that, download all of your your um, uh, invoices because many services when you cancel uh, for, uh, privacy sake, they delete all your, like a lot of your billing information goes out the window. So when you come back later and say, Hey, I need my invoices, or I need to see this and that it gets a little tricky giving you billing information. Cause in some cases, a lot of it's been
3: deleted. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. So, so in this case, you know, let's say you're doing, a podcast for only a limited of episodes, for example, for a company where you would offer a how-to podcast, how to achieve this or that. And then you would, you know, send your clients and say, okay, listen to this podcast. You get like 15 or 20 episodes and then you get all the information. So if you do that kind of a podcast, you would probably suggest uh, rather choosing a free hosting service like Red Circle.
0: I hate free services. Uh, I really do. And if you're selling that course. It's the price of doing business. We're talking about seven bucks. Um, The reason I hate free services is there have been so many that use the, the, the model that red circle is using right now. And they just recently um, changed is they go out of business Um, pod show, Went from 2005 to 2014. Padango went from 2006 to 2008. Wild Voice went from 2006 to 2009. My podcast went from 2007 to 2011. Audiometric.io, Opinion Podcasting, Zcat Wushka, who is still in business, but they don't have a free service anymore. Uh, and then Red Circle started in 2019. And they just recently added a paid version. So they might not go out of business and anchor was on the edge before this little company called Spotify bought them. So I, uh, for me, you know, it's five bucks, it's $7, it's $12. And you know, you can make that money back with typically with one sale of your, your company. I just, to me, I wouldn't buy a car from somebody in a tent. You know what I mean? It's like, I want that company to be around. So
3: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything else we can help you with? I'll uh, we'll take that as a no. Well thanks for listening. Well uh and here's where I it's weird as I look up now, it looks like anybody could talk right now. I just clicked on uh Bjorn. But uh we'll see. I, huh. I do I do have a mute everyone button, so if things get out of control, that's the uh that's the <laughs> the parachute. They're like, hold on because you never know. So, um,
2: so Bjorn, Bjorn does, I mean, it's a good question to ask. Yeah. And in, in, in you don't know when you're starting the podcast, you don't know, and let's just call this word legacy, like, mm. in, not in the sense of, 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 I think how we normally think of legacy, but I mean, in the sense of how long is this, do I really want this to stay around? Right. And if, if you're creating like business content, that's, Pretty point in time, pretty specific to, you know, what's happening right now. News podcast would be one of those. Those episodes, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get stale pretty fast. And and keeping them around it's really for you, for your sake, right? Um, you could do I mean there's archive.org that continues to be again, right. they're post them there free. They're dependent on on donations and Right, some of those kinds of things. That that's another one of those options. You certainly don't want to host over there, but you can. Um, you know, I I I each week I do post both my audio and video to archive.org, just as a, another place to have it stored in case some kind of disaster happens or whatever. Right, so. I think you got to kind of think: what's how long is this stuff going to be around for, and and how if it's if it's public, um, you know, and and you want a place to keep it, why not why not think of YouTube as an option for it, a place to be for it to be stored for the future? That's true. That's another one. I don't think they're going anywhere, Dave. I don't, even though it's free, (laughs) it is ad based, but I don't think YouTube's going anywhere. I think you're pretty safe there. So, um, I think to think through, like, you know, how long do I really? I'm to that point now or with some of the stuff I did back in 2011, you know, you're kind of like, yeah, pull that stuff down. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's cute and all, but is it really, you know, we're talking about windows seven and windows eight. And is that really applicable anymore? But that's a lot of work to go out and pull it all down too.
0: Yeah. I had somebody tell me, they're like, Hey, I've been listening to your entire back catalog. I'm, I'm into the five hundreds. Well, I've got 800 episodes. And I was like, you can probably stop about now I go, because I'm going to be talking about, I said, unless it's about like shaping content, I go, anything about technology, double check with me before you make any changes. Cause that was, you know, years ago when you're, you're doing that. So we do have uh Randy has now uh, requested to uh, come Man, on Twitter's and ask. On fire. What's going on? We're, we're up to uh, five people. So wow, look at that. Right. So, Hey Randy, Randy, we'd be happy. Go can go ahead and unmute yourself, and we'll be happy to uh, uh, answer your question. And Dave, we'll get to you in just a second. Hang around.
1: Hey, thanks, uh, Dave. Uh, appreciate this. Uh, met you at Podcast Movement a couple of times. Anyway, I um, nice to see this this forum here uh, talking about podcasting. I had a question for you. I'm in the process. I do a location based podcast. I um, have been doing it for quite some time, up to about one hundred and sixty four episodes. I've been podcasting since nine, so I've, I've done all kinds of podcasts I've, I've been thinking about doing a a daily Monday through Friday you know, really quick tidbit news show uh, three to five minutes at the most, like really serializing it for the location where I live. and I'm just wondering, have you seen any real viable shows like that? Outside of the big ones like the daily and others um, that have had um, you know some staying power in whatever area that they're in,
0: I I don't know if it's daily, uh, but I had I f- Lee something I forget Lee's last name, but he it was this is Ramsbottom, which is just fun saying Ramsbottom. It's some place in Ireland, Scotland, some place that's over there somewhere across the pond, and um, so. I I just know it was hyper local. I don't know if it was daily is one of those things. I almost want to say do it for a week, but don't release it because if you get your audience used to getting a daily show, because you almost need to to see if you can do it. I don't know, Jim, have you ever done any kind of daily show? Not daily. That's a,
2: that's a, that is a ton of work because you know, it probably takes as much time to produce a 30 minute show as it does a five minute show. Right. From the, from the putting it all together and uploading it and the art and show notes and all those kinds of things. So, Dave, I do like your idea of trying it first. Uh, Randy, have you, have, you, have you done it before on a, on a more frequent basis? Have you done this yet in podcasting? Not,
1: not, not like that. I mean, I, I do a yeah. weekly podcast. Like I said, right. I've probably done about 900 episodes, but I... I um, I'm talking about like kind of along the lines of what you see with like Axios where they have an email newsletter that comes out. It's, it's three minutes to read and all that. And, and and I've just, in my mind I'm thinking, man, there might be some people out there that just want, they listen as opposed to reading something for three to five minutes. And, yeah. and in my area, we have, we actually have two competing email newsletters that come out and they both essentially say the same thing. And this podcast version, in my mind, would be kind of uh, a, a spinoff of that, but just an audio version where wouldn't be doing a lot of heavy lifting with a ton of show notes and things of that nature, but it would be just, hey, this is what's happening in the area. Um, and, and it wouldn't be, like, really hardcore newsy, but it would just be some – I would come up, come up with a core theme and follow that through Monday through Friday, where Friday I would probably deliver – like a little bit more information talking about some of the events happening this weekend and uh, simple link links to that stuff. And that would be it.
0: Yeah. The the key to the show is going to be how easy is it to get that information? So even if you don't record it, go through, cause I, I try to, I'm wearing a shirt today, Akron I tried to do that show. And number one, I found out I don't have enough passion for the hometown I live in to really want to like, oh, what's going on in Akron? I'm like, I kind of don't care. I don't go out. Uh, But make sure you have enough sources to fill that. And I know you go, ah, it's only three minutes. You you want it to be three minutes of good stuff. You know, not like, uh, you know, old Mrs. Jenkins lost her cat again. You know, um, so make sure you have enough content that will easily come in because that's what's going to burn you out is if you go, oh, man, I got to, I just finished that one yesterday and I got to start working on tomorrow and I checked all my sources and there's, there's nothing there.
2: Can you, can you batch process these or is this, are you literally going to have to record them the day before for the next day?
1: So I was thinking that, um, I don't know that I would be able to, although I could probably batch process the, the weekend version, the, the Friday episode, just because Typically, you know in advance what's going to be happening that weekend. Um, I live, just for perspective, I live in northwest Arkansas. It's one of the fastest-growing MSAs in the country. Obviously, it's in the backyard of Walmart, J.B. Hunt, Tyson. There's a lot of activity here. A lot of people are moving here. So there's a lot going on. So I, I have a lot to pull from where I could even focus on a different city each day and, and kind of do it that way. And, and, and in my mind, I I know that I can come up with a lot of information. It's just kind of serializing it to the point where it makes sense because um, I, I get a lot of sponsors from my main podcast. I would love to do kind of like a news info-based, just a, a quick snippet and put it out there. I think, I think you already have a solid platform. I think it would just be a nice uh, addendum to that.
2: Yeah, I think I, I think you're on the right track. We won't know until you try it. So yeah. give, it a, give it a run. Give yourself, a, like, give yourself an out, though, in some way. Just as you start it, don't say you're committing to anything. Just give it a try and see how it goes so that if, it, if you start doing this and you're like, oh, it's too much work or I've run out of content or whatever, right, you kind of have a way out of it. But
0: I'd say give it a try. It sounds, sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, it's worth a shot it's one of those things where you never know um no. Dave I know You're we we have two requests in Twitter uh we will definitely thank you. we will definitely thank yeah, you, you bet. Randy. thanks
2: for thanks for jumping in Randy appreciate it
0: and uh, we've got uh, Arnie is jumping in via YouTube so uh this is uh this is keeping me on my toes here so if you've requested on Twitter hang tight we're definitely gonna get to everybody uh but uh, Arnie thanks for joining us here on YouTube uh, what can we help you with Hey, guys. Uh, actually, it's more of a uh, it's
4: WordPress question for podcasting websites. Uh, okay. Some reason, oh, maybe Jim, this is up your alley. I'm not sure. But there's recently, I just started posting some things like a daily type of blog post, whatever you want to call it, for the podcasters on my network. So then it can uh, kind of show their, their episodes and such. But for some reason, this new category I created, and I'm not sure why, but it doesn't, show up it like gives that four or four redirect i can't find your your post but then the weird thing is the next day it shows up so i didn't know if there was some trick maybe i'm missing or in the category is it possible if you put dashes does that cause an issue i, I have no idea
0: do you have any kind of caching plugin? i tried
4: <laughs> yeah i tried that route that was one of the things i found n- no luck so far
2: uh and not there's Cache both locally, like you can install cache plugins in WordPress, or you can have caching at like a, a Cloudflare or some of those services. I, Do you I know? Tried, you,
4: yeah, it was the the Cloudflare thing. Flaria. I did that yeah. as well yeah. as the local, the the, the okay. WordPress plugin.
2: And you're you're thinking it's like the next day that's that the ca- the category is showing up.
4: Well, I mean, you, if you go to sportsissuenetwork.com and click on like. The 18 day it works, mm-hmm. but it didn't mm-hmm. work yesterday. It worked today. And then who's your who's thing. your host provider? Uh, that'd be A2.
2: Okay. And are, do you know if they're doing any caching? Have you checked with them to say?
4: Um, because oftentimes I
2: those they do.
4: Okay, I, I haven't, but they have some kind of optimized plug-in type deal where you can click on clear cache there as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in and clearing the cache that could do, how fast that actually happens could depend on their service level with the cash provider that they have. And so there's a lot, there's a lot of tricky stuff. Uh, there's a little, generally when you have delays like this, it's almost always a cash issue. Almost always. Now it's hard to troubleshoot this here. Oh, yeah. Through a video. <laughs> YouTube, yeah. I understand. The kind of deal. I'm <laughs> um, trying to think, Dave, anything else that you would think of and you're using in WordPress, you're using the category function right to anytime I add to this category it it creates and it creates new content and then goes out via a newsletter is that what you're doing
4: similar um, and the only reason why I bring up that is because it it only started doing this when I changed when I added a new category Mm. and in the category I put the because it's on this day it's so it's like sports on this day Mm. I put dashes in between on this day I didn't know if that that is Okay. It should make shouldn't make a difference. Shouldn't. Yeah, because my
0: original thought was maybe you forgot to categorize a post. Like there wasn't anything in the category, but the fact that it's there the next day, that blows that idea out of the water. Because I've seen that where you accidentally, you know, categorize something and you're like, hey, when I go to the category, it's not there. And then you go back and look at the post and you're like, oh, I categorized it as something else. But the fact that it's there the next day, that kind of like, okay, well I did it right. Cause otherwise it wouldn't show up no matter what day it is. So that's, I think I would go, I'm with Jim. I think I'd go back to the web host and go, what's the deal, you know? And if you can um, use something like loom or something to, to make a video saying, Hey, here's what I'm doing. When I click on this, on this date, I get a four Oh four. And then the next day, and that way they won't think you're nuts. Um
2: <laughs> <laughs> Arnie, might do
4: the
2: other, that anyways. <laughs> Arnie, the other thing to check, and Mystic, Mystic Mac in in the chat uh, suggested this, is to check your plugins. So mm. you could have a plugin that's running weirdly, whatever that means. And so, if you can, I mean, you know, in WordPress, whenever you're having issues, you disable all the plugins and then just bring the one that you're using back in to see if it's working appropriately. That's a little painful. It's a painful process, but that is kind of one of those things with wordpress that you can you could check. so that that'd be another area uh mystic mac thanks for throwing that in there. i think that's another thing you might want to check your plugins just to make sure a plugin isn't delaying
0: things. yeah. make sure so they're up to date. It, yeah. make
4: sure i'm i'm understanding this correct. you're saying almost like go one by one to see which one might be causing the problem?
2: yeah. yeah, i mean if you could i disable them all and okay. then just enable that one if you can. I mean, they may be doing things for you where you can't do that, but disable them all just that one and see if it's working, (laughs) you know, so, oh, hey, that now I know I have a plugin that's holding things up. And then you got to go through and troubleshoot by turning the plugins on one at a time. Yeah, it's not, it's 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 not not (laughs) easy. No, you
0: you turn them all off. And then you you go and you're like, nope, still got a four oh four. Okay, I'm gonna turn the top one on. Okay, now I go back, refresh, nope, still got a four oh four. So you turn off the first plug-in and then you turn on just the second one. Go back, refresh, nope, still got a four oh four. Oh and you just back, turn it off, next one on, refresh, four oh four, next. It doesn't take long, it's just like uh how many plugins do I have? Seventeen, Ugh. so It's the joy of WordPress. Yeah, for sure.
4: If it's something I can figure out for the long-term future, like I said, if it's a daily thing, then it'd be worth the time. So yeah, 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 for sure. I appreciate everyone's help and and suggestions. If you have any more, feel free. Yeah.
2: Arnie, make sure you're posting that question in a support group somewhere too, where you might get some, you might get some answers. Somebody may be, oh yeah, this is, this is, I saw
0: that too. So thanks uh, for coming on. What was your website again?
4: Uh, sports history network.com. This is the football history dude, by the way. I'm yeah, I know. Sure I was guys- like, cause
0: I'm like, I, I know the football history dude. And I was like, but that's not the website. He said sports history <laughs> yeah. network.com.
4: Yeah. I'll give a shameless plug. It's a sports, uh, sports history podcast network. We have almost 30 podcasts on the network all covering sports history. Nice. Nice.
0: Good work. All right. Good man. work. Thank you, so right, much. see you guys. You bet. Take care. All right. We will jump over back to, uh, I'm having fun. You having fun? This is fun when we actually yeah, have it's questions. Good. I like it. Uh, oh, some guy named Chris Nessie is uh, oh, Chris re- requesting uh, something here, so we're going to give Chris the uh, the ability to speak here on Twitter, and then uh, we're going to jump over and thank our awesome supporters here in a bit. But uh, Chris, thanks for coming on. You you what's your what can we help you with?
4: So first, good morning, Dave and Jim. Nice to be here. As you know, when you guys go someplace new, I like to jump in and see what it's like on my end. So. Twitter spaces is working out very well this morning
0: yeah what's any any like what does it look like on your side of the fence? Uh, I see basically what you see except now I can be a speaker and you know I can share it out, I can give the emoji reactions to things that people say um, I can see who's in here it'll give me a list of the people participating so it's a pretty slick interface well here's here's the thing where we always say, hey, if you can't get people to call into your show and leave a message or an email read it on your show or have your cousin call in the minute I put Chris on stage, two more people requested. So, (laughs) Oh, that's how that works. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. So, um, except probably one of them is Jim. Um, I don't, I just, I just
3: just jumped in. in. (laughs) Jim's
0: going to request this week. So awesome. Well, thank you for the report, my friend. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's been fun. It was just last night. I forget what I was listening to. And, uh, and I said, you know, I've never done a, a Twitter space and I was like, and then it was a matter of Googling it, and you have to hold down the button, and then this thing pops up, and blah, blah, blah. I'll put a link to that in the uh, show notes at slash 384 when we're done. But uh, Jonathan is going to come up uh, on. Wait,
1: uh, Dave, I wasn't done. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Well, we'll <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I actually called in purposely because oh,
4: okay. um, it wasn't an accident, uh, but I'm not the one who wanted to share something. So I'm going to turn it
1: over to my. Co-host on one of my podcasts.
4: Oh, there we go. Hi, I'm Bile and I am the host of knock knock Who's There?
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Excellent. Well knock knock.
4: <laughs> who's there?
0: All right, wait a minute. I guess you say knock knock. I say who's there. <laughs> I'm out of, I got this out of sequence. Go ahead. Guy, <laughs> what did you want to ask them? Um you wanted to invite people.
4: Yeah. If you'd like to send us
3: kid friendly jokes, you can send them to us at.
1: What's the email?
3: Feedback at knock, knock, pod, dot, com. There no, we go. Knockknock.com.
0: Like it. I like it. That's excellent. Yeah. You, should, you, you should, should. Do they do dad jokes as well? Do I was going to say they, do, they need to go check out the. <laughs> The dad. Yes, the dad yeah. the dad joke That's the real Kevin Richardson over there. You guys would get along great. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, uh uh was it Kyle?
3: No, Miles.
0: Mile, thank you so much for uh for coming on and asking your question. And good luck with your podcast.
3: Thank you.
0: And I think it was Jonathan that I said could come on or I gave somebody permission um if not we'll go back I see where Randy has his, his I guess his hand raised his, is uh, very
2: Twitter spaces is very club clubhouse it's
0: very clubhouse-y, yes uh, <laughs> no, it so just like it. yeah Jonathan is uh going to hop back up and uh, ask his question so Jonathan thanks for joining us how can we help you
5: So I have a blog and I have a podcast and I've kind of decided to have the podcast episodes separate from the blog. But what I do right now is I have uh, the blog posts that I write uh, that are categorized as a blog post. But then the blog posts that are actually uh, podcast episodes that are categorized as podcasts. And that's how my feed picks up the, uh, the individual episodes. So I'm just curious, like uh, is that an okay practice or should I do a uh a custom post type for wordpress and a separate like blog role uh loop for the uh, for the podcast episode uh just to make things a little cleaner and neater for the feed?
0: That's a great question. Who's your media host? Uh media host is megaphone. Yeah, because I I'm a. If you haven't, I have a love hate relationship with WordPress, and so for me, I would not use the feed from my WordPress site because, as we've seen earlier, WordPress does freaky things from time to time, and I don't want anything as important as my feed to be part of the wackiness. Now, for the record, I, for years I used to use PowerPress and never had a problem with PowerPress. But I did, I did have my website get hacked, so that's where I'm kind of like, Neh. so. A plus, depending on how popular your show might be, the more people that are pinging that feed, it might actually eventually become kind of a thing that might slow down your, your, uh, your website. But um, when you say custom post type, see, and you're like, I want to add a custom post type to keep things simple. That to me makes my head, because I'm like, a, I don't know what a custom post type is. If you're using a category, that should work. I mean, we just heard how Arnie was using categories, and I've done that in the past where I had multiple shows on one WordPress site, and I just used the category feed, And but that was using, I believe, PowerPress at the time. Jim, what do you use for your feeds? Uh, PowerPress.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use so, PowerPress. And I use a combination of categories and what's the other one for, for uh, feeds that you can do? Categories and... Yeah, that there's other another, one. There's another type. Yeah, there's another. Man, it has been a long time since I've thought about. Like, I've yeah. they just work, right? So I haven't I haven't spent a ton of time uh, doing that. But that's I'm a PowerPress guy, and it's worked fine for me.
0: Yeah, so I, I would just make sure whatever you're using, anybody on any WordPress site, make sure you have a backup. I use a WP Backup from, I think it's not owned by GoDaddy, but make sure you have a backup because you know, everything will be working fine. And then something comes along and just, and you're like, wait, why do I have the white screen of death? And you have to go in and do all sorts of fun stuff. But, uh, it sounds like you're on the right path. If it's working now, you know, as the old saying goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
5: Yeah. Uh, to, to just be clear, a custom post type for WordPress, mm-hmm. like if you have, I don't know, uh, the, a fresh install of WordPress, right? You have pages that are uh, static. Uh, yeah. content have that blog uh, essentially with using a custom post type, you can have or you know more than just one blog role on your website so you can have different uh, content types uh, for uh, your your site so it's just another way essentially what you're doing is is duplicating your your um, your blog so instead of just having one blog you have two. I don't know if that's clear to anybody, but that that kind of explains what a custom post type is. In WordPress, you have to, and I guess this is more like a WordPress conversation as opposed to podcasting, but it's relative. Yeah. Um, uh, You code the custom post type, and then you have to uh, create like a page template. So not only do you have to create the different, Post type, you have to create the page that is the the second blog, if that makes any sense. Like, and when when you um, when you start your blog, you you indicate which page is your blog page or your blog role in your WordPress settings, and uh, it's kind of a similar mechanism. I think right now it's like a uh, it's not really broke don't fix it kind of thing. So I, I think you just leave it alone. I just wondered if there was like a, a best practice here.
0: No, I, the, one of the people I was hoping was going to chime in did, and that's Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast. Daniel is, uh, you know, in a previous life was a web designer and is when Daniel dives into something, he goes to the very bottom of the pool. He does deep dives everywhere. And he says, I definitely would not recommend a custom post type for this. Normal post in a separate category should work fine. So um, he says custom post types are really for when the post is radically different from a normal post. For example, a, a product. But podcast episodes are the same as a normal post. They just have audio. So that's what I always say. A blog, really all a podcast is, it's a blog with an audio, you know, player in the middle of it and then behind the scenes you got the feed that's that's syndicating it to uh, to other places so yeah.
5: well if if that's what daniel says I'll, i i trust daniel I, yeah. I know him kind of personally i've i've met him once or twice around the the area uh, he he kind of knows what he's talking about so i think it just leave it alone
0: yeah well if you haven't already speaking of that go to the audacity to com. I'm trying to find his link. He's, he's up for an election. If you, if you just Google Daniel J. Lewis run for the podcast Academy board of governors, he's uh, attempting to get onto that board. So Dave, are- let me, let me just say
2: category. The one I was struggling on. Yeah. I use podcast channels and I use podcast uh, category podcasting for feeds. There we go. In WordPress and PowerPress. So that's it. It's, it's kind of complicated. I, when I went to video feeds, I started using the channels. Yeah, that's why I started with categories, and then I went to channels. So I use both.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd ask Mike Dell. When in doubt, ask Mike, because Mike will be like, "No, no, no, don't use channels anymore it works. or whatever." It, so. it works.
2: Yeah, it works. It's one of those kinds of things. I'm not going to change it now, regardless, because it's just, it's still working. So
0: yeah. And I know we've got uh, Bjork has got his hand raised and Randy does. We're going to ask answer those questions in just a second. We're kind of at the halfway point. So we always like to take this time to uh, thank our awesome supporters. If you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support, uh, and of course that little dog barking is means I'm going to talk about the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a dog, if you know somebody who has a dog, if you just love dogs, Go over to the Dog Podcast Network. They have short shows, long shows, and all points in between. So it's. Uh, I remember back in the day when uh, Lady Gaga had her dog stolen. Remember that? And uh, they had a whole thing on like that's a thing. Like people will kidnap your dog, and I was like, I thought that only happened in like Disney movies or something like that. It was really weird. But check it out, dogpodcastnetwork.com. And, of course, our website, askthepodcastcoach.com, runs on PodPage. So you can try PodPage at going to, you guessed it, trypodpage.com. And uh, that guy over there, that Jim Carlson guy, if you want more, Jim, go over to theaverageguy.tv and check out his show, Home Gadget Geeks. And, of course, when you hear podcasting or if you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting. That's me at schoolofpodcasting.com. If you'd like to see all of our awesome supporters, we have a ton of them. Well, not a ton. I wish we had a ton, but we have, we have, we have the best. We go for quality, not quantity. Uh, check them out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And so I will, uh, this is like, if you have ADD, this is like, like I'm checking the chat room on YouTube, I'm checking Twitter, I'm checking all sorts of stuff. So, uh, Bjork, you have your hand raised. I'm trying to see. How I think it's I think it's Bjorn. It, it is Bjorn. What did I say, Bjork? Oh, oh. Well, the he the K shows up. It is Bjorn. Yes, there. thank <laughs> you. My apologies. So uh, Bjorn, no worries. no worries,
3: no worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great that you mentioned this with the dog podcast network. I'm definitely going to check this out because I'm babysitting my son's dog right now. So that's that's great to know. Um, I have a question that you probably might not be able to answer right now, but uh, it's uh, related to podcast popularity. And uh, if you go online and do a Google search, you'll find a graphic which actually will show you that South Korea is the the number one country ranking in podcast popularity. And I've done some research. The South Koreans, they uh, have their own platform uh, which is kind of like iTunes uh, for the South Koreans. It's called Podbang. And uh, if you want to have your podcast listed there, you actually need to get your RSS feed listed on this platform. And this is a kind of a strange thing to do because they have these uh, funny Korean uh, letters, uh, which I obviously can't read. So I was just wondering if you or somebody else of uh, the podcast veterans, so to say, might have a, a, a client in their network who happens to be like a Korean-American uh, who would be able to actually run a tutorial, like like a video tutorial that you could post there for podcasters who would like to get their podcast listed on the Korean uh, network. And I think this would be very especially interesting. interesting for podcasts like learning language podcast or like a tourism uh, podcast or or something like that to get Korean listeners.
0: Yeah. I don't know if there's a website that would translate that for you so you could figure out what button to click on or whatever.
2: Um, Yeah, I think most of them would. I think Chrome, I mean, I went to podbang.com and it clicked on the translate button and a, a good chunk of it is showing up that way, at least showing up in English. So. I don't know about throwing an English language podcast on this, you know, this Korean kind of focused. I I don't know how many listeners I would get, but I think, I would think, um, Bjorn, have you tried just using Google Translate or or switching it over so it's translating it for you? Have you tried that yet?
3: Yeah, I've tried that, but I got so many ads there and uh, then it wouldn't show up properly
0: Shocking. You turn on Google and uh, ads show up.
2: That makes <laughs> well, yeah. it's, probably not, it's probably pod bang. That's, that's delivering. The <laughs> yeah, ads. that's true. I, I would, but,
3: probably. Know, yes. You know.
2: No, yeah. I haven't, I haven't heard it. That's the first time I've heard of the yeah. site and, and I haven't, I haven't seen any. Yeah.
0: Any, um, I'm always, and I, and I know Jim's a fan that if, if, if they make it easy enough to add, I will add my show anywhere. I'll just throw my RSS feed in there. Cause you never, I mean, I remember when, uh, Libsyn added Ghana. And I was like, Ghana, I've never heard of it. Well, it's a super popular app in India and I get probably 300 downloads a month from that. So I'm a, i am I never understand people like, well, I was thinking of using Apple and maybe Spotify. And I, I don't know about Amazon. I'm like, why would you not list your show everywhere you could list it? I'm like, if it's six people, it's six people, six more people than you had before. But if it's another language, and I can't figure out how to submit it. That's where I'll go like, yeah, okay. I guess it's like Jim said, you don't know how many people that, you know, I, I realize that English is spoken another language and I don't know a single word of South Korean, uh, but you never know. And if you can get it in there, why not? But if not, um, I don't know of any kind of uh tutorial or anything like that. So, but thanks for the question. Uh, Randy, uh, Randy, what can we help you with?
1: All right. Thanks, guys, for having me up again. Real quickly, I do have another question. As a, as a podcast purist, if I was trying to, uh, from a best practice standpoint, what would be the best way to ideally allow or incorporate YouTube into the podcast workflow? Um, just, for, just to understand, I used to be, I was on Libsyn for like 10 years, so I would use Libsyn's automatic down, uh, automatic upload feature whenever I would put out an episode. It would go to YouTube. Of course, it was a static image. It was, you know, whatever thumbnail that I put out there, um, to go along with the episode itself. But I stopped doing it when I moved over to FM, And I, I keep thinking I want to come back to YouTube, but what would you say is, 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 has the least amount of of, um, of lift in terms of extra work? Because, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to add, like, full-res video uh, for a podcast, and that's not how I typically record my podcasts, because most of them are done in person in a sound studio. Uh, what would you recommend if if I were going to even entertain that? Because I just don't see static images being the way to go for for podcast episodes, especially ones that run... 30 to 45 minutes. I, I, I just wouldn't be looking at a static image on YouTube listening
0: to a podcast, but that's just yeah. me. Am uh, I crazy? No, uh, my, that whole put a static image video on YouTube is my official. That is better than nothing. So if you're not doing anything on YouTube, that's definitely something. And you can always go back and see how many plays those are getting on YouTube. I know I do that. I created a separate channel because I don't want and, and just for fun, we're going to call those fake videos because they, they don't they're not really video, but we'll call them fake. We don't mean that in a mean and negative way, but it's it's not a real video. But uh, I, I created a separate channel for that because I don't want that because that's going to mess up my stats. It's going to mess up my algorithms. If all of a sudden I do a regular because I do stuff on YouTube where it's like four or five minutes long and it's video and it's me and, you know, I'll get a good walk uh, watch through for that. And then I put out this kind of fake video that's, you know, an hour and a half that's not going to work. So I created a separate channel. Uh, There are other systems. I know uh, Hanny Mora has something where you upload an audio and it'll make a video. So since Captivate currently doesn't do that, uh, you know, if you want somebody else to do that, there are other systems that do that. Uh, I know Hany has some sort of press simple, something, whatever it was. And I know there are other uh, systems out there that, that do that. Uh, And if it's, I mean, to me, that strategy is, A is it working? Am I getting any plays? And then B, how much would it cost to do that, and how much time? And then you kind of just weigh the the pros and cons. Okay, well, it's going to cost me another ten bucks a month. It takes you know four minutes a week to do this. Is it worth that four minutes in the ten bucks a month? And I have no idea if that's the price or not. I don't know, Jim. What do you think about this?
2: Yeah, I think um, you know the real question is best practice for YouTube, and and you know we we submit our talking head podcast to YouTube every single week and it gets a hundred views. I wouldn't say that's very popular or it's best practice, but I do it. And there's folks that want to watch it that way. And so am I going to get thousands of views that way? Probably not. It kind of depends on the topic. Um, uh, you know, you got to put the most engaging content that you can make out there and, and, and hope it's, you know, one people can find it. And in two, you're reaching your audience that wants to hear this. And so, I mean, what does, what does best on YouTube right now is, is highly produced. Well done. Um, a content that, I mean, there's DIYers out there that are doing, you know, these, they've got hundreds of thousands of subscribers and they're doing, I mean, they do a pretty nice job. So I'd say you can't, this is where just throwing a static image is terrible because that's not well produced, right? I think you need to, People want to come and watch something like TV, right? They, they, like the old days of TV, they want to come watch something. So I think you need to put a little effort into the production to that. That would be the best practice.
0: Yeah. And I mean, there's the the whole thing of, well, there are people that will hit, you know, they'll listen to podcasts on YouTube and I'm like, well, that's true, but that's I, what percentage For of nobody, that? Nobody, yeah, nobody, exactly. What's like, the percentage far, of that? Yeah. So, far. um, yeah. yeah. But the other yeah. thing about YouTube and podcasting is they are in from at least in my world, they're two separate audiences. Because I've had uh I had one person sign up that saw my stuff on YouTube and they signed up and then said, Oh, you do audio stuff too? And I was like, Yeah, for um, you know, seventeen years I've been doing audio stuff. Yeah. So, you know, so it is another audience. So, but that again comes back to how much time does it take? What's the reward on that? You know, it's it's tough to say because last time I checked, there's still only twenty four hours in a day, and that's you got to take the time and do the stuff that that works the most efficiently. So,
1: yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's kind of what I thought, and I, you know, I um, yeah, it's it's just hard, and I'm more of an audio purist at best. I just thought, man, maybe there's a workaround where I could bring in some Nevo. Uh, remote cameras and do something our simple setup, but it's just it's just tough because of the way that I record my podcast. Sometimes I'm in person, sometimes I'm not. So, I mean, of course, I could always do it when I when I use I use Squadcast for all my remote recordings. So I could easily do that, but that's not every recording. So it would just be uh, piecemeal in terms of when I would be able to have a, a you know a, a pretty good looking uh, video version of my weekly podcast. So that, that's the, that's the challenge. Yeah. So, and I, and I would hate to get people excited, you know, and have, a, I have a really good episode on video and then next week I don't have any because I'm right. just not in a place where I could set up a, a video um, production to be able to get it done.
2: Yeah. Randy, remember on YouTube subs are everything, right? Subscribers are king in 99% of the cases. So you could be creating some great content, and if if your channel doesn't have a lot of subscribers, it's you're going to really have to work hard to get that in front of people. So just just keep that in mind, too, on YouTube.
1: Thank you, guys, both. both right, I appreciate it. And thank, you and thank you for doing this, place, uh,
0: Dave. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun to, uh, to play with this today. I know earlier I mentioned that thing from Stacey Sims that she was – wasn't really a question it was just something that she was talking about make sure your guest isn't i don't know choking to death during the interview you might want to interrupt them and let them know uh, here's another one and this was from Anthony hmm i'm not good with names it's N W A N E R I so i want to say it's like wanery with an n at the beginning so wanery how do you how do you do n w yeah close enough or we'll just know. call him anthony there we, uh, yeah, there we go and he said you know we all talk about you really need to know your audience and the, the more you know your audience, you know, my little bumper sticker answer is spend a hundred dollars on a microphone and a hundred hours getting to know your audience. And he came up with five questions to help you know your audience. And again, I'll put these in the show notes eventually at ask the slash three, eight, four. And he said, first one, uh, where do they hang out online? Because wherever they're hanging out, you might want to go over and hang out there as well. Um, where is their curiosity taking them? I thought that was an interesting, in other words, what are you curious about? I was like, oh, that's, cause if you think about it, if they're like, Oh, I wish I knew this, that might be an episode for, uh, uh, your show. Uh, what topics are they crazy passionate about? It's so not just passionate, but crazy passionate about. And then three reasons, uh, why do they listen to your podcast? That would be interesting to just to see why. Um, and then, what is your current and desired situation, including goals and ambitions? In other words, what do you you know What do you want to do with your life? I'd add to that: Is there anything you wish I didn't do in my podcast? I'm always looking for the hey, here's what's working, and here's uh, here's what's not. So that's again, everything comes back to knowing your audience. So uh, that's always fun. And we've we've had our first transition. We've had Jonathan go from Twitter Spaces. He's now in the YouTube chat room. And he says, what's a great way to not run out of episode ideas. That's actually, we kind of just, in a way I hang out in a lot of Facebook groups. If I go, I haven't been on clubhouse in forever, but when I do, I go there to listen, not so much to talk. Um, What's your process to consistently have episodes recorded. And then I went to in Nashville, I picked up uh, an interview that I'm doing on Sunday and I'm always, I guess I just always have my ear to the ground. Jim, how do you, I mean, you, you're doing a tech show.
2: Yeah. Know. On the tech show side of things, I get guests three out of four weeks of a month. So those are kind of covered, right? I I don't have to worry about generating topic ideas. I've invited the guests to have the topic. But, you know, the, that one a month that we do with Mike, we've got to kind of come up with the content. We kind of base it on some of the things we're currently doing. I'll be honest, last night, we we're about an hour before the show, I was like, "You got anything?" and he's like, "No, you got anything?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, let me start looking." And so I spent some time just going, I went to the verge and did some other things to kind of like look through what's in the news, and within about 30 minutes, we had a pretty good show put together and had a great conversation for, you know, about, you know, 60 minutes on the program. So, sometimes the just the pressure of having a weekly show uh what do they say um what, what's the a saying that uh, oh, shoot it's just escaping me it'll come back here in just a second uh is something is the mother of invent of invention um, oh, um necessity right yeah necessity is the mother of inventions so you know you get you, you get under pressure and you're just like i gotta have something you know and and all of a sudden things present themselves to you so it's For me, Dave, because it's a topical, it's a weekly topical show. I don't want to go too far in advance because things change. Right. So you got to kind of be flexible and in the moment and yet have something ready to go.
0: Yeah. I, uh, once took a improv kind of class with a guy I was interviewing and we're talking about how improv can kind of help, uh, podcasters and what's interesting is, Is you start talking about something and you have no idea where you're going. And it's amazing how your brain will give you something to say. Like, I have no, and all of a sudden the brain's like, how about, I don't know, let's just do fart jokes. Okay, fart jokes are in, let's go. You know, it's just whatever. So sometimes when you're not sure, the other thing I, on Wednesday, I have a podcast coming out because somebody asked the question and they did the thing where it's like, hey, I don't know what to do. You know, normally I've been doing this podcast, we have about 12 episodes out, and uh, normally we record on whatever day it was, and we had some family stuff come up, and and we didn't record, and so do I now put out an episode with like an apology? And my answer was no, (laughs) because, and I, I, number one, I love the fact that A, your family came first, that's right. Number two, I love the fact that you care about your audience, that's always a great trait but i wouldn't i especially i would not start off the show with hey welcome to episode 384 i am so sorry this is coming out a day late like no cuz it's time shifted and the other thing is 3 months from now the people that find your show are going to go why is she apologizing for what cuz you know it's uh, so that's uh that's something that i somehow about 2 minutes ago was going to tie into this conversation and I can't remember how that tied into what we're talking about. Um, I don't know. Jim, are you frozen up or just in deep thought you're in? Deep I know thought. I was in
2: deep. I was in very deep
0: thought. Oh, yes. how do you, uh, how do you come up with ideas? And so my, my point that I'm getting to is when it comes to ideas um, on one hand, yeah, you can probably come up with something, but in her case, I said, don't fret over being late. I would rather have a good show that was late than an on time show that was meh. So it's, it's kind of fun. There are, if you Google like blog idea generator, there are like five of those things where you just type in a topic and it's like, here are some headlines that you might want to do. And I was like, I did not know there was such a thing. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm with you on that for sure. It, it's, it, it, and you know, Kim had said in the chat, sometimes stupid ideas get published. Yeah. That happens sometimes too. You know, you, you fake it and it, it doesn't work or whatever. And you're just like, well, it's done. But, you know, let's just, let's move on to the next week or or, or whatever that works out. When Randy was talking about going daily, um, that's that's one of the, yeah. I mean, even if it's short, you still got to come up with some stuff.
0: Well, the thing is, and why I've seen so many people that have started off this and I'm going to do a daily show, but it's going to be short and then daily becomes three times a week and then it becomes once a week because it's the fact that you are in constant. If you don't have a team, you're in constant uh, content gathering. And then once you get that published, if you want people to hear it, you got to spend the rest of the time promoting it. So you're you're gathering and promoting and recording and gathering and promoting and and like after a while, just like I am crispy. You know, that's the the daily grind is is. And I'm not saying you can't do it because there are people that do it, but Holy cow. Uh, Craig in the chat room says we try to keep our podcast evergreen, but it seems strange to me to record a podcast and not mention Ukraine. Yeah. I felt the same way with COVID boy. We did a couple. We have, I remember for a while where we, we put like a COVID little label on it. Like, Hey, we're talking yeah. a- about that.
2: I always mention the date when I'm going to talk about something specific. So I'll, especially on the Gallup shows, I'll say, well, as we're recording this in March of 2022, that way people kind of get some context for when, you know, you're having these conversations of when exactly so they can know like, oh yeah, okay, March of 2022. That makes sense why they're talking about this because some of the COVID stuff that we did doesn't make any sense anymore. Right. You know, you go back and listen to that and you're like, one, it feels like it was a hundred years ago, <laughs> you know, and That's then true. two, you're like, oh yeah, we knew so little like the, the March of 2020 to June of 2020, like we knew so little yeah. and we might even have been given out misinformation, not intentionally, just we didn't know. So you, you have to be, um, I, 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 that's why I always throw the date in just so, so folks know exactly what we're, we're talking
0: about. Yeah. Brandon says, I keep a note on my phone that I had ideas. When the idea strikes me, I have over a year's worth of episodes. Yeah. I have a notepad or not a Notepad, but uh Evernote. And anytime I have an idea, because I the problem is I've done it enough to where you go, Oh, I need to remember to write that down somewhere. And then later you go, Oh, I was gonna write something down. What was that again? And then you go, Oh, yeah, it'll come to me. And then you go, Yeah, no, it's not. So I've learned that anytime I have an idea, just open up Evernote, throw it in, like idea for episode, put it in, hit save and I'm I'm done. So uh You know, uh, Randy Cantrell down in Fort Worth. Uh, What does show prep look like for you guys doing this show? Asking because I got a co-host on a show and I'm challenging us to prepare better. I started this morning about 830 and I went into Facebook group and I have a bunch of things that we can kind of talk about right now. We're about halfway through that. And I was really happy when Twitter spaces took off because I was like, we got about 20 minutes worth of stuff. And I was like, we might have to tap out after an hour today because the hard part for me is what's the best microphone. What's the best media host. How do I grow my audience? How do I make money? We could do that show. I mean, we could turn into Dave Ramsey. Writing like, all right, today we're going to talk about, you know, what's the best microphone under $100 and beans and rats and, you know, that whole nine yards. Because he answers the same five questions every, I mean, Dave Ramsey is the same show every week. Wait a minute. Was Dave
2: Ramsey and Randy Cantrell, is that the same guy? No, Randy Cantrell. Have you ever seen the the two of them at the same place
0: (laughs) at the same time? I think it's the same guy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, um, that's funny. But yeah, I see Craig is saying he uses a Google Doc. It really doesn't matter what you do. Just have something to capture the idea when you do. But I start about 830, about 10 o'clock. I start making graphics for this. I would schedule like next week's show. Speaking of that again, there is no show next week. I will be in Los Angeles. But normally, if I was smart, I would schedule this ahead of time so people could, if they see it, could add it to their calendar and that whole nine yards. But I usually start about 830. And then sometimes during the week, if I see a question like it lips and I'm like, oh, that's a good one for ask the podcast coach. We need to do that one again. So um, yeah, so a couple hours, and there there have been many a week when I'll be like, Jim, you got anything? And Jim will be like, yes, I can nerd out on you know hard drives or something. And I'm like, hallelujah! So, uh, but that's well, it's my
2: job to bring the color right in this and <laughs> the color commentary yeah. and and be a part of it. You know, I podcast 50 hours a week now. Next week wow. will it be a record setting week for me. Eight podcasts in the week. Eight. So not it's gonna be it's just the way they all landed, right? Well, as far as recording those. But so I, I let my I let my life be <laughs>
0: Well <laughs> that's nice. And then <laughs> yeah. the other thing you have to keep in mind with that is like drinking lots of water or something to keep mm-hmm. your voice. Cause I remember and I'll be doing this kind of today when I have to record two episodes because I'm going to be on a plane on Monday or whatever. And I have to record this week's episode, then turn around and record that week's episode. And I've already talked from 1030 to noon. By the end of the day, my voice is like, yeah, you can shut up any time now. And so that's the other thing. When I always heard people batch recording, I was like, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know. I, I did one this week, this week. I did one in Egypt at 1130 p.m. And then I turned around and got up at six to do one here in the United States at, at eight. And that was a little quick of a turnaround. My voice in the morning was kind of toasty, like it was a little scratchy, right? So you also have to, I've got to do a better job of thinking through the time, the time differences uh, because we do so many podcasts in other time zones. I And, and now that I'm doing seven non-English podcasts, I need to make sure that I'm not booking one super late at night and then super early the next morning. That's going to be a thing going forward. I've got to, I always just say yes. They're like, Hey, how about, you know, like India in particular, how about 11 or 12? Yeah, of course I'll be there. Well, that PM for me, yeah. Uh, noon for them, right? They're 12 and a half hours depending on daylight saving time. But, um, so, but now I have so many of them. I need to start checking that. That was a new thing this week. Like, Oh, Okay. I better start watching about how close I butt these up against late at night versus early in the morning. It's a thing for me, you know?
0: Well, that's it. Uh, Same thing for me. I just realized that when I get back late Sunday, Monday, I have a Northeast Ohio podcasters meetup and I, I'm already going, that's a bad idea that I should, I should just go. We're going to move it a week or something, but it's like being gone for a week. Um, I might do that. Uh, uh, Stefan says, isn't it possible to run the show from Los Angeles? It would be if I wasn't doing this thing called my job. Uh, Man. I'll be, I'll be doing, I'll be at a Libsyn booth pretty much the entire week. So if you, if you're in uh, podcast movement evolutions, I will be at the Libsyn booth, uh, hanging there and in- think they'd let you set up, a uh, and do it live from the Libsyn booth.
2: You well, could be bringing in customers. The, and- the
0: thing I always worry about is you are then a slave to uh, convention Wi-Fi, which is not always oh, yeah. the yeah, greatest. Yeah. And hotel yeah. Wi-Fi yeah. is not great. I was really great. bummed on the way home from Nashville. I was going to stop in and see Daniel, and then it hmm. was like Snowmageddon is on the way, and I was like, "All right, I'll catch you next time, buddy." Because I was, I was, I didn't want. I always like to get there on time and make sure that there's no. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to stop on the way down, but I'll stop on the way back because I've got extra time. And then it was, I had to avoid the snow. So uh, next time. So, but uh, yeah. Yeah,
2: Sometimes in those conferences, you can get a hardwire feed. You pay for it. You pay stupid money for it. Stupid money. We need many more
0: patrons for (laughs) (laughs) that. To get that done. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I've done that several times when I've podcasted from conferences, from tech conferences. And that's a little bit easier local, but we've, you know, we've paid a little bit of money, a couple hundred bucks for the day just to get internet, uh, a hardwiring oh, internet, yeah. right? Because they got to get a technician out there and run the cable and all those other things, right? So I, I get why it costs what it does. But yeah. you're,
0: you're right. You're right. The
2: hotel wifi during a conference, probably, we probably
0: wouldn't have. Well, and the other thing, if it's by the end of the week, because I'm getting there on Tuesday, by Saturday, I may not have a voice. I mean, you've heard me come back from podcast movement. It's like, we're yeah, welcome as the podcast coach. This is Dave Jackson. <laughs> I'm like, so any anytime I can talk less towards the end of the week, I'm like, ah, I'm Barry take White.
2: Me. You're you're all of a sudden Barry White. You know, yeah, Smooth jazz.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, we won't be here. And I need to um, I need to redirect the slash live to something that says we're not here. We'll be back. You know, next week or something like that. Because uh, I was talking to somebody, they said they went to Slash Live. Well, they went to last week's YouTube, and they're like, "Wait, where are they at?" And so, yeah, so we're we're, we're not going to be here next week, but we will be back. Well, as we uh, start to wrap things up, we want to thank, uh, of course, Mark from PodcastBranding. Co. Of course, check out the uh, Dan from
2: Based on a True Story Podcast.
0: And of course, James over at the Dog Podcast Network, and. Thanks to everyone in the chat room and uh, thanks to everyone on Twitter spaces. My guess is we're going to be doing that again. I mean, we had at one point about nine people. It was pretty full. In Twitter spaces. Yeah, thanks, yeah thanks. so that makes my job a heck of a lot easier when, when you mm-hmm. guys bring the questions. Okay. So, uh, Jim, what's coming up on TV? Yeah,
2: we talked a little bit. Mike, my, my co-host bought a new truck, and it wasn't an EV, which he had been promising he was going to buy an electric vehicle for the longest time. He took a thrashing in the community when he did that, right? Because he's like, oh, by the way, I bought a gas car. So anyways, we talked a little bit about that. And then some new craft spirits that are made with technology out at bespokenspirits.com. So some interesting stuff, homegadgetgeeks.com.
0: And on the School of Podcasting, I haven't quite decided. I've got a couple interviews because, again, I've got I've got to come up with two episodes. So one is going to be an interview with a pilot who's fought in wars, been a keynote speaker and an author but yet was a little nervous starting a podcast. So we kind of get his before and after podcasting and and how he kind of pushed through that. I also want to do an episode on dynamic content as more and more shows are starting to add that because there are some things you need to to think about and some ways that you might use it that you might not think. So something like that is coming up on the school of podcasting. You can go over to school of podcasting.com slash subscribe and never miss an episode, as well as our website, askthepodcastcoach.com. So thanks to everybody, and uh, we will see you in two weeks with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach.